I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly. With me, as always, is Trevor Valentine, the greatest Mantis player in the world! I can top deck, too. Today, we're going to be talking about Gen Con, Gen Con, and more Gen Con. Uh, But first, we have a correction from the last normal episode. I referred to Mike Coulson eating Emperor Tatori the Three. I was repeatedly informed that it was, in fact, Eric Devlin who ate Tatori the Third after Mike did dirty, dirty things with the car. He took the Emperor on a journey. (laughs) But, so... Gen Con, Trevor and I went to Gen Con, we'll, we'll get to the main event later on, but for those who didn't know, Trevor got top Mantis and fifth overall, I was uh, on the other end of the standings chart, but... Uh, o- O2 draft is very respectable. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I went 6-0 with the same deck in Friday's Grinder, but uh, once you take two losses in the main event, you're done. Yeah. So I, I know, like, Ornitov took two losses, stayed in, 5-2, 23rd, you're not making a cut. Not that I would have ended up 5-2 had I stayed in. But, all right, so I think we both got into Gen Con on Wednesday night. Yeah. And you... Went to some clan meeting. I went to nowhere. Some very secret clan meeting that I didn't even know about until Wednesday. So, but uh, well, it must have paid off because the Mantis presentation was best presentation on Saturday night. It, uh, it was very thoroughly planned, I assure you. Uh, let's see. Thursday was the first grinder. I think they had 190, 293 people. It was the biggest grinder ever at Gen Con. Neither of us played in it. No. Uh, Kevin did play it in it, but did not. Uh, what did he end up four three? So he had to go, yeah, he had to go again. Yes. Kevin did, however, wear a skirt on Thursday, which we mocked him for at the time, and we're going to do so again now. In his defense, he thought it was manly. Yes. <laughs> yes. He also thought it was a kilt, but. Just to confirm, I, I did talk to Mark Wooten, who is Scottish, and did wear a formal kilt on Saturday night at the party. And, uh, in fact, that pleated skirt that you buy from Utility Kilts is not a kilt. You know, so you can, if you like them, you can wear them, but just, you know, know that it's a skirt. I, it's all good. On Thursday, we did, Trevor and I, since we didn't uh, play, were able to sit down with the story half the story team and do an interview, and you may have heard that already, it went up as episode 5, this is going up as episode 6, The but the as for the grinder itself on Thursday, I don't know what, what you saw around Trevor, but it looked like a lot of Last Step Castle and, and Scorpion Dishonor doing well. I saw a ton of Last Step over the weekend. Yeah, I think the, the fields of both grinders and the main event were... Very heavily dragon and a lot of lost last step castle. Yeah, the deck plays itself, so that's a bonus. Yeah, but then the clan dinners were on Thursday nights, uh, as we discussed previously. All of the clan dinners were attended by one or more AEG employees or very important volunteers, since the like Sean's the only person in the story team that's actually on the payroll. I, I don't know. But... You know? Okay, but. Wait, so you had you Reese. had Reese at the the Mantis dinner. Trevor, how'd that go? Uh, Dean was there, so the dinner was always interesting. 
Yeah, did you, somebody say something about playing suicide at the dinner for you? We guys? had an impromptu suicide at the dinner. Yeah. Uh, the Dragon Dinner had uh, Loki from the player design team and Sean Carmen, the head of the story team. That went uh, pretty well. There seemed to be a... a, a at the same time, both an entirely split vote and a, a reasonable consensus at the Dragon Dinner about which person to choose. Each dinner, the story effect at the clan dinners was that each clan got three personalities to choose from who had previously been printed, but had gotten little or no story time, and you get to choose one of them to get more story time and maybe a potentially card. Yeah. a card. The the dragon ones, after some thinking to, to figure out who exactly they were, uh, seemed to come... Well, Greg Wong was very respected, and he wanted Yuichi because he had actually used him in Shirokatsuki yeah. decks. So I think the dragon vote came down to the Greg and people... Well, it was, it was, well, it was Greg... And people who, you know, went with Greg because, you know, he actually had an opinion, wanted Yuichi, but the actual winner was Tomori Emina, because I think everyone other than, apparently everyone other than Greg who had a particular opinion on the matter wanted uh, Emina, so, and she actually got a little bit of story time, she was blessed by Benton, which I think was the result of a story choice, and I think maybe she was instrumental in... Shaitong and Nakamura hooking up? Yeah. We, we had a similar split at ours. We had uh, Yoritomo, what's his name, that nobody knew who it was. We had to look him up. Uh, a Kitsune librarian, who we almost picked, just gets Kitsune more story time. And then uh, Saruchi had a Testament of Enlightenment, so guess who won that vote? <laughs> she won't get another card. <laughs> well, certainly not as good as whatever it was in Test of Enlightenment. No. Unless... Uh, they're going to bring back battle, everyone gets plus four fours, or battle, take two ranged eights. This was the battle, kill somebody at home, so it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were some <laughs> there were some painful cards in that set. Okay, so on Friday, uh, I did, I, I played in the grinder, and I think, Trevor, you played in the winner's choice? I scrubbed down the winner's choice, that is correct. Well, you know, you have to pick one tournament to do well in. You picked Saturday. I picked Friday because I had to. <laughs> uh, I, I played Monks. Uh, I actually came to the tournament with a Shirokatsuki uh, deck, I wish. <laughs> well, no, wait. No, Shirokatsuki doesn't work anymore. So, uh, so no, I do not need a Shirokatsuki deck. Uh, I came with the Last Up Castle deck that I had solidified, basically, and I came with a monk deck that I had several different builds of, and rather than, and, and I, I decided I just did not want to play Last Death Castle. I played it all Kote season, and it, rather than making a decision about which build <laughs> of my monk deck to use, I just borrowed Pecky's, and that he had ground in going, I think, 6-1 yeah, on, uh, on Thursday. I went 6-0 with it, and then die-rolled with Flores, who was playing Last Up Castle in the seventh round to go do an interview with uh, Nicola. Kung Fu Treachery. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it worked out well on on Friday. I know that the field seemed a little odd. I hardly saw any attachments, and, and Hand of a Son of Woe started to feel pretty dead. lousy, but I, I nevertheless did not take them out because... I know that there are there are good attachment yes. decks out there. I'm not, yeah. 
and and that's the only Kehoe way to to get rid of them. And, you know, unless you're one with the flaming to destroy the entire. That gets rid of all of them. I hate that yeah. guard. Now, did you, I, Trevor? You presumably played Dragon's Guard City both days. Yes, different versions of the same deck, but. Uh, what did you see on Friday that affected how you played? What you played on Saturday? Uh, what did I lose to Friday? There were so many. Uh, I lost to Unicorn, which surprised me. So I had to put in some zero gold cost eight because of that edict. Ken or Ken, the free token guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he annoyed me more than I thought. So I put in claw and shells to get rid of free tokens. Uh, well, which probably helped because there were a good amount of lion running around and. Yeah, lion fall apart to Manus anyway. <laughs> what else did I do? Uh, I switched to the all unique uh, personality base because I'm not a fan of Scorpion getting free dishonor on me. And then I took an Imperial Command because that card's terrible. You increased the unique count and then took out a joke. Isn't it funny? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... You know, there's playtesting and then there's the crucible of... Uh, yeah, this everyone, everyone else's, you know, the, the, that environment kind of out of your, your local group. But, uh, like I said, we then, Trevor and I, uh, did a short interview with Nicola, and which... Like the story team, which was put together with the story team interview as episode 5, so you may have already heard that. And then the L5 Archives Q&A was on Friday night. I think you were, you were at that for the first, first session. I was at that for the, for the first two. I didn't stick around for the, the, over, the third overflow session. But uh, I'm not sure what you thought was the most interesting revelation there, but they it was announced that unlike previous cycles, a decision has been made to yeah, it's not... Extended. Yeah, the Celestial Edition will be extended. There will not be a new base set next summer. Instead, the new base set will come in out winter. In, in the winter. Yeah, the winter. I think they're aiming for November, November. they said, and that will kind of break this tradition where the, the second Kote season of an arc Everybody's just kind yeah. of everybody. Well, everybody's just kind of looking ahead to what the next, yeah. the next arc is. I guess yeah, maybe maybe it makes Kote season a little more user friendly if if you go with the the common belief that the it gets harder and harder to balance the environment as more and more cards go in. It also stops the uh, second Gen Con from being base set in two expansions, which is very limiting. From what I found, is that what? What was it last year? Uh, Death of Coton, Glory of the Empire, and Celestial? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the base set and, and yeah. the stuff that had come out just before that. I don't know, the, the spider and the lion seemed to like it just fine. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> followers with no followers, good stuff. Well, you know, you're you're up to, to snuff now, but I think that was it for formal functions on Friday night. I don't know if you guys had another secret clan meeting. Uh, no, I caught the plague Friday. <laughs> But, okay, so Saturday, main events, uh, main card gaming event, main social events, and I guess we already talked about vaguely how we did. I went 0-2 drop in the main event and then went and did an interview with Reese and Luton. <laughs> Trevor had to slave away for the rest of the day to get into top 16. And I was uh, feeling terrible. <laughs> yes, yeah. For those who don't know, Trevor is... 
basically doesn't sleep, uh, but within 48 hours before a tournament starts. At least 36. Some, or some biological yeah. uh, imperative. Uh, so, as I think Justin said, you know, woe, woe, behold, or whatever day Trevor manages to figure out how to, to get a good night's sleep before a tournament. Or maybe it'll maybe it'll be like one of those guys who only functions when you're when, when drunk. <laughs> Drunken master, you'll yeah. be completely yeah. awake and. Terrible. I will go o seven. But so, what were your impressions on of the environment on Saturday? Uh, what I ran into five different clans, so not one thing is dominating, and I didn't fight the same deck type twice. I think I fought seven different strongholds, seven rounds, so. Yeah, that's good. There were, I mean, I know, again, there was a lot of Dragon. Dragon was far and away the most populous. Yes. <laughs> but it, I think that was split between Pillars of Virtue decks, Last Step Castle decks. And Case. <laughs> and, well, well, I mean, Case, Case had his Tetsukamamura weapon-focused <laughs> deck, but, well, but the... One of the other dragon decks in top sixteen, Greg's. It was out of Pillars of Virtue. The same deck, but, but yeah, yeah, and a lot of the same things. You're gonna play the, the all the good dragon uniques, uh, some of the good out of fan uniques. I know yeah. Gideu was in those decks. You know, Yaiko and Tamago. Yeah, the Oishi, I think, and they both yeah. they both have weapons. Uh, cases more so. Yeah, they both dueled, I think. So uh, Greg just got to buoyed by the comic, <laughs> taking action off of Pillars of Virtue. That's doing detentious. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't suck. Well, I mean, you, you at least have to leave your box. I mean, Sohei's duty is more of a doomed intentions. But that I actually did not see around. I think Greg had uh, Kiyoshi too, the water monks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, you, you don't. I mean, Greg was using Boyd by the Kami. You target Kiyoshi or Kanmu, and then you move that guy in. And then you move in and straighten yeah. your big Uber unit because you have to, I mean, the Water Monk has to be straight, and unless the Water Monk is Kyoshi, then your box has to be straight too. But you're not really as concerned about that if you get to move in no. Tamago and kill someone. <laughs> or Tamago with, you know, huge weapon, kill somebody. Yeah, not, not bad. But no, I, on Saturday, I, did, I lost to, to Phoenix Spells, I think it was David Barrington. So that's right. He ended up top sixteen, but City of Tears military is something I never like seeing no, when they... I'm playing <laughs> with with the monks, or probably Last Step Castle because you generally don't like seeing military decks. Yeah. Well, military decks that go before you. Yeah. Uh, when you're when you're an honor deck, that's one of the reasons why Lion usually fares very well against, or relatively well against honor decks. We we had the the party on Saturday night. I guess the social the the main social event of the season. I was there physically, but I don't really remember it because I was feeling pretty terrible by that time. It was a bad weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you you showed up a little late, even, but that was because you were because you were playing the top sixteen match. Ten hours of pain. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually I, I like this one more. I mean, I ended up doing the. I was saying more isn't fun, but I, I didn't like get I didn't get tired of playing L five R. I could have kept on playing. I went and did the interview with Reese yeah, yeah. because I when I finished the second when I finished my second round game, they were calling people for the second <laughs> chance to come get their IG three. And in the prior tournaments, what they had been doing was that they were that didn't happen until they had paired everybody. 
So I thought they had already kicked off gotcha. the second chance event, and so I'm like, oh well, so much for that. I'll just go, you know, do the interview because the second chance event. You know, I was I was enjoying playing my deck, and the second chance event is relatively speaking a a soft field. I mean, you've taken comparatively. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, you, you've taken all of the everybody who's qualified through winning a Cote and the is grinders. in the main event. Yeah, everybody who managed to go five two on either Thursday or Friday is in the main event, and the you know, and then the people who went o two drop like me at the, <laughs> in the second chance event, and that. That event, I, I'm not sure what top 16 in that, but I know the the top four in that was two Scorpion Dishonor decks and two Last Step Castle decks, and because they were not foolish, foolish people, they didn't actually play any of those games. I, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, because that, that is... that's Honor versus Dishonor is still... A, a nightmare. A lot, yeah, unless, unless one side just gets to... Dominate the other, which is probably bad news because if the dawn, if the dishonor deck can't keep the honor deck down or the honor deck can't keep the yeah dishonor deck from killing it, then probably military decks facing those are screwed. The scorpion finally won something. That's a plus. Yeah, they did win that. Do you know who the winner chose? Uh, I don't. I think it was just the clan goes in one of the special forces. I don't. Okay, remember. you didn't get to pick a person, but they. But yeah, there were a few other. Storyline things that came out of the main event on Saturday since I derailed entirely from talking about the social event. In rounds two, in rounds four, and in round six, six there was a feature match, basically. There was they, a cage match. Two enter, one leave. Uh, I think the results were far too friendly. Yeah, to they were. Describe that. Well, the first one, yeah. it was, yeah, they, they, they were in a semi-cage because they were in uh, L5, L5 Archives <laughs> Pet and Blossom Ring. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, which has the camera is a frame with the camera up above it, so it looks down over the the field of of battle as it were. And I know the first one was a uh, it was the it was a spider who had participated in killing Moshi Amika. Yeah, the the one that killed her and Shizukin, the guy who was supposed to hunt the assassin. Yeah, and, and they decided to hug and hold hands. Yeah, yeah, they had the option of the, the they had the option of. Killing the other, like whoever won got to kill the other guy, or they got to make nice and go fight the uh, god. Hope the god beast in the eye or something, yeah. Uh, yeah, and apparently, uh, if, if we've learned anything from the the, the, the Night of Assassins, it's that murdering. Sp- Spider get away free. <laughs> yeah, mur- murdering Daimyo, apparently not a big deal. Well, this isn't even. I mean, that, that thing kind of didn't get followed up on for. The, the Night of the Assassins kind of didn't get followed up on for, for other reasons. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, you were we, when we talked the to the story team. That was something that that came up. But this one, you know, the player, uh, the other clan player, had the opportunity to try to kill off the guy and declined. Yeah. But uh, the other ones were there was a dragon scorpion, and they that was going to be one clan's unit and the other clan's personality. We're going to go fight the god beast. And yeah. I think. Dragon got the personality, and yeah, and then the, the shadow solo. blades went. I think. Yeah. So now there's going to be a monk leading the uh, underhanded scorpion. Do you remember what the other? I want to say, dra- or a lion and phoenix. One picked a shigenja, one picked a samurai to go fight the god beast, and the lion didn't want to pick a samurai. So he, there's an unnameless lion going to attack something. The lion, they got shigenja now, right? Yeah, but he. 
the guy opted not to make a choice, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll say, well, because I think there was a bit where... You didn't have any there Shigenja. There any line Shigenja? Yeah. After the... Well, they actually had some relevant lines Shigenja back in Samurai with the whole... Some stupid lines Shigenja to copy <laughs> your dead people. Copy the dead. I hate you, Hashigoro. I hate you. <laughs> you killed me, but I am still here. Except this time, I didn't cost another eight gold with an above box on a requirement. Yeah. But yes, if you, if you didn't play in Samurai Edition... It's like Kisei, except you use his harpoon before the battle starts and, and you sneak, sneak attack. attack. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor mostly doesn't like it because he thinks he's the only one who should get to sneak attack that is every correct. battle. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, okay, so I think that was all the story stuff that got resolved on, yeah, three, on Saturday. Yeah, except for the top of clan picks, but... Yeah, oh, well, that's right. No, top, yeah, top of clan picks. Top of clan based on Swiss had that choice of one of the personalities off of a list, a of, list three. of three. And it sounded like most of the lists were one awesome person. significant <laughs> yeah. awesome guy, which is who most of the clans picked, Yeah, and then a couple of other choices. Now, you were top of Clan for Mantis, but you did not pick the awesome people. The awesome that is correct. person. I, I don't remember the last time a Kitsune has been in a story, so I picked the Kitsune by default. Uh, well, did you say something about... This person is going to die. We don't need to kill another daimyo. Yeah, we had uh, Moshi Owako, and I don't think she wants to die just yet. And uh, Suruchi Mochiza. I don't want to send people to shoot money at the god beast. <laughs> he probably costs more than six. <laughs> yes, yes. Although, thankfully, the story team is not, not shackled to, to <laughs> that. Although you'd think they were sometimes from... Reading the not so much the CCG mechanics, but every once in a while somebody uh, does the whole oh, but in the RPG <laughs> this school technique does that, and the other school technique, so he shouldn't have been able to, Just, which makes me yeah. want to smack people. You have to give them some freedom. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's the other way around. The story dictates to yeah. the other mechanical aspects, but you no, know, the the dragon choice was Kenzo. Uh, Case picked that. I was quite pleased because I like Kenzo. He's probably going to die, but at least we get to see Kenzo in action. That's again. one way to go out. Uh, and then I both the Jade and Obsidian hands were picked. Yeah, Benica and Kiki the Kensho in. Uh, was the crabs anybody? Uh, no, oh, was it Fubatsu? No. Oh, that's right. They picked Fubatsu the as opposed to the Superman Sozin. Yeah, that's I... right. Sozin was the and Fubatsu is the like the sword. So yeah, how can you not fling Sozin at it? He's going to walk away. <laughs> I I don't know, maybe they're like, oh, the God Beast probably actually can kill Sozin. <laughs> not the XP2, or, oh, nightmare. Yeah, I, you know, I know the crowd players aren't going to like this. I, I wouldn't mind if, if Sozin, Sozin made it, got... Yeah. No, if Sozin got offed. Uh, he's, yeah. he's been around a while, that was a little... I mean, the one... After he got picked as the crowd clan's choice for the race for the throne, you had... His little bit in the Race for the Throne novella where he's like, this is what it's going to be like if I'm Emperor. First, I'm going to hunt down all the small children who disagree with me, and then I'm going to kill them. I, <laughs> what, no, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was very much a, anyone who disagrees with me in any way, I would just kill. Tetsubo to the forehead. I, yeah, well, it worked very well the, when the Steel Chrysanthemum tried that. Not, he, he didn't personally wield the Tetsubo, but... Uh, but that was yeah. I don't. I don't remember anybody else jumping out at me uh, about the noteworthy picks. Uh, that Yogo Rieko 
finally going to see some story time again. She was last seen in the Jade Champion thing, I think. Yes, another one of those. Oh, look, you got a new card, now you're dead. Which I don't have a problem with, because at least you show up again. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, yeah, Kenzo is getting the, the new card, which I rather like in Empire <laughs> War, but that, we can talk about that in the later episode. But, oh yeah, for the for the party, there were a number of of social, uh, of, of things at the, the party. There was the clan presentations, which, you know, were okay. Or some of them were better than others, which is to be expected. The, the crab had a, a skit about how to kill zombies. The crane did not have a delegation, so Dace, Dace, yeah. Dace appeared as Black Zombie Paneki having just eaten the crane delegation. Uh, the dragon one went a little, a little off, off kill. Well, Greg was going to do it, and the other two dragon guys, the two dragon guys come up first, and then Greg Wong came on, and they didn't know that Greg was around, and so they kind of <laughs> went on, because they thought they were, so they had put that together in like 30 seconds. Of course. <laughs> uh, to, to try to, to and of course the, the star of the dragon presentation was not Greg, but but Darren, the uh, his son, and and the imperial heir, basically. Uh, as Reese pointed out, he's going to be raised by either a, a spider or a crane. Yes. <laughs> So I guess, since his mother is a crane, I guess anybody who respects the wishes of the Wong family and would like them to stay together instead of having their son uh, tormented by the uh, the spider, I guess, could, could help the crane. But I think that's mostly just going to be a solo match. There's not a lot of helping in this. I think someone had a joke of how that child is in trouble either way. That that was I think that was Reese. Yeah. There was Reese. Yeah. You, had, you had Sean Carmen. During the skits, you had Sean Carmen... Brian Reese and Mark Wooten acting as uh, American Idol style judges, with Wooten clearly playing Simon Cowell, Reese playing, I think, Paula Abdul. I've never seen American Idol in my life. I, well, somebody <laughs> had some sort of analysis. Reese was yeah. Reese was pretty funny. I think two thirds of his comments were just the same. I liked how you flipped it and made it your own. Uh, the lion, the lion one was a bit dry. A lot of people went with funny. The Lion Clan clearly went with Sirius, uh, and so they were. That was mostly haiku, and they actually were all in costumes, I believe. <laughs> were they in skirts? I, I I blacked out of that part. I was. Uh, I, was I think. Well, I think they were in you know kimono. Yeah, if that's what you mean by skirts. Close enough. Well, you know, but that's, see, there's a difference. So, like, see, yeah. Kevin, Kevin was the Phoenix presentation. Kevin was in a kimono, but you know that's. That's one thing. See, I don't... You know, that's part of what people do with L5R is, is live-action stuff or costuming. And, and that's fine. That's not being in a skirt. That's, a, that, <laughs> that's, that's being that's, in a dress. That's a kimono, yeah. yes. Well, that's... Uh, it's, I don't know. I, yes, obviously, they're the dude in a dress is a term that, that some people I know, Coulson, uh, <laughs> likes the, the dude in a dress term. See, Kevin, you don't show up for me in front of you even more. <laughs> well, well, only one of us is making fun of Kevin for this. Uh, we're, we're both still making fun of you for... Util kilt. <laughs> thinking you're wearing a... Yes, for, for thinking you're wearing a kilt when you're really not. But the... Yes, we had the... the so yeah, Kevin's was a... Faux Gallagher, Gallagher thing. He came yeah. up with the uh, the watermelon, but apparently he had asked... 
and actually been told that no, he was not allowed to explore <laughs> the watermelon. You're not supposed to ask first. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, you're not supposed to think that it's the sort of thing that you would need to ask. You should just know that you're not supposed to. I actually thought he was going to smash it, because I could see him smashing it, but thankfully he didn't do that either. Did Gallagher die, or just his career? His career. He okay. is, I think he's still going. Somebody actually told me that he now goes on and says unfunny right-wing political things for half an hour and then smashes the watermelon. As opposed to just unfunny things for half an hour. And yes, yeah. and then smashing he's, the watermelon. He's got a message. Uh, but uh, we jumped over the Mantis, who were the ultimate winners. That was a, a Thundercats presentation. They, line, they had the, the Lion-O figure summon the Thunder Dragon, which it, Kevin is shaking his head at, but was that was funny. And it was short... It was very well planned out. It took about three seconds beforehand. I, and and it, it, it won. So that, I, I mean, I they were clearly not shooting for super serious. I mean, the, the spider presentation was also very serious and was basically a three-minute speech about why the spider clan are better than the rest of you. Yes. And, yeah. yeah, well, that, that that was one of the serious ones. It didn't get any points. The lion was another one of the serious ones. It didn't get any points. Scorpion um, was just making fun of people. <laughs> yeah, the, the scorpion one, I think, was... It, it took too long for the amount of... The sort of limited joke of, oh, I'm interviewing somebody who's getting eaten by zombies. Uh, I, I think they were kind of in the same milieu as the crab one where okay it's a joke about how do you deal with zombies and what we're gonna do but, but the had, crab pulled it off better I had the angry crab Reggie yes with the air he does I, uh, I, I believe that was commented on but uh, who's left yeah the unicorn I, other than the charge at the end I actually am blanking on what the unicorn one was but they got points so <laughs> Ronan got points too and the Ronin got points, which were about the only points that went to the Empire, other than those earned by Spider and Crane, all weekend long. Uh, no, wait, what Dragon? am I saying? Yeah. What am I saying? The There's top three? Oh, yeah, not in the honor events, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Lots of honor events. That's just... Exactly. They're fine in honor. They need the glory, and they're not yeah. going to get it. Well, that, yeah, they're not. They're not. I don't <laughs> think the Empire's going to get enough. They got Greg and, and Case. I know Greg very emphatically is going to send his points to the Empire when possible. Uh, although, I guess he hadn't... Oh, that's right, he was he was going to do that for his Kote win, but that was the one where between the other Crane players and his wife, they got him to donate the glory to points the crane, to the Crane yeah. instead of to the Empire. But yeah, Greg very much wants to make sure that the Empire <laughs> succeeds. Well, and luckily... Dragon is certainly in a place so far and seems to be doing well enough in the they CCG can donate all they want. that will yeah. still well that will still be in a place that yeah even, some some of the clan may have to make a decision between whether or not they fail or the empire fails. I think Dragon is is going to end up in victory at a cost either way. I, I don't think we'll end up staying in the uh, um, super what yeah. Yeah, we're not on the highest level, but we're, we're one above victory at a cost right now. And that puts Dragon in the lead for the Legion, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, by crab, a lot. Uh, yeah, Lion was ahead by a little bit, but that's what? That would have been eight from Greg and four from Case? Yep, I think so. So that, that's puts like him a ten-point lead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, nobody's gunning for that. Nobody's price. really gunning for that in the same way. Yeah, just get, getting a legion. Eh. Uh, get, getting to raise the air a little okay. better. Yeah. That's that's more attractive. Although it key, I, I'm not sure if it's the air or an, an air. air. Yeah. So I I'm not sure how that's gonna gonna go. I I, I guess I'm not enraptured with the, the one of the favorite Spider Clan notions of ooh, it could be a girl and we can marry her to Kanpeki. And then and then <laughs> Kanpeki can become the next emperor. It works. <laughs> ah, yeah, I don't know. He just needs a playmate. Yes, yes. Well, I guess that's better than what some of the Mantis players wanted to do with the Imperial Air. Just because the baby fell off the cliff doesn't mean we threw it off. (laughs) Yeah, well, that that was only a handful of Mantis players. I think, though, they actually got shouted down pretty quickly by the rest of the Mantis players. (laughs) On the, oh, we can get the air... Good idea, bad idea. ...and then murder the baby so that we can destroy the Empire. Baby killing is wrong. (laughs) And, and, And more... Perhaps more importantly, unlikely to be popular among your fellow clanmates. Just a little it, bit. Yeah. <laughs> so that didn't that didn't go well. But they they then had the what else was on Saturday night? Drunken Master Suicide with reversal of fortunes in tow. Yeah. Was there only one? I thought I only remember hearing about one. Maybe there was. <laughs> we probably only heard about one. Oh, uh, there was only the bathroom one. was right down the hall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the uh, I believe the. <clears throat> Presumptive favorite in the Drunken Master competition. Somebody said that he got DQ'd for collusion. And he cried all the way... No. <laughs> uh, but that was one by... That was one by a, a crab? A Spaniard crab, I think. I don't remember. No, no, it was Canadian. 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 Uh, uh, and, and I believe Antonio the Spaniard got dead second. Gotcha. Yeah. I was that done was, by then. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I will tell you, though, he... he uh, he was not done with the drunken master. Uh, there, yeah, see, there, there was the bar there was, crawl. There was more. Yes, there was the bar crawl after, but before the bar crawl, uh, there was the there was the, the sort of dance party at the toe. At the yeah, thing. that was that actually was good. I mean, Ling Ling was DJing. I thought he did a a good job with the DJing. I'm not gonna go dance when. There's, it's being videoed and streamed onto the internet. Especially in a kimono with a fan. Well, I wasn't in a kimono or with a fan. Oh, I think someone posted a video. Oh, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. People, yeah. people were, in fact, yes. there, were, there were a good number of people dancing and it being streamed and it cost and whatnot. And, you know, that's their call. I, 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 it, I, I, I can, in fact, drink a reasonable amount and then you can get me on a dance floor. But uh, apparently the threshold is substantially raised when I know that you're filming it and streaming it on the internet. Evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's harder to do anything in private these days. You have a, you know, small personal gathering and then, you know, yes, people will take pictures <laughs> and whatnot, so you, I guess you have to pay a little bit more attention to what you do. But, oh well. Uh, but then, before everybody left, they got to get the... The CE fifteen goodie bag, anniversary present yeah. goodie bag. You got fifteen packs. For most people, it was seven CE fifteen, three Plague War, two Path, three Harbinger. Sure, something like that. And then there was a mystery promo you don't find until after your flight, and it's all bent up. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were trying to tell 
people at some point I think they started trying to tell people like oh don't forget that there's a promo yep packed in there yeah that's the uh, <laughs> the festival of coronation because yeah. apparently being 15 years old equals draw a card or take the favor well you know, well, yeah. we have fe- festival yeah. founding yeah. in the Gen Con promo pack and that was that's just draw a card the yeah the coronation event was if you have the favor draw a card if you don't have the favor Take the favor. Yeah. Which... It's not terrible. I mean, is that... Is that... I mean, if we... I would tend to think that drawing a card is better than taking the favor, which would make For a military one, deck, though, if, if against an honor deck, you steal the favor on that turn. Send me home now. Yeah, that could be... That could be helpful. I was... Well, yeah, just discarding their favor is, is handy. I mean, like the one... Was it Claws of the Wolf? Yeah. In Play War that does that if you're Crab. I don't know if Crab players are using that, but... Crap players are apparently still Ronin players in dueling, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and well, that follower also gets plus one force yeah. for every Ronin you have, but, I mean, the main honor deck that people worry about is Last Step Castle. And I know when I was playing Last Step Castle, I, I never... I, I heard I didn't send people home with a favor that much because I didn't have very much presence. Yeah, and you couldn't I had afford to bow. I had, well, I had something better to... No, I get, probably had to bow. But, yeah, I have something better to play out of my hand. The, the Imperial favor is... Relatively speaking, I mean... Send somebody home isn't the biggest battle action. Or yeah, it doesn't gain you honor. It doesn't kill somebody, which you yeah. want to do if you can. It's I mean, it's nice to have, but it, it you know yeah you're you're taking a couple of actions and then all your guys are dead or have gone home to something like Wall of Honor or or courtesy. So, but that was uh, an interesting, and we'll talk about the the Gen Con promos later on. But, uh, so that was the, the last sort of thing at the official party, and next was the bar crawl, and you were comatose back in the room I was dead in the that, hotel room, yeah. Which is good, this is good, you, at least you got some, some sleep for that. I did, sleep. I did go, uh, I did go bar crawling, although I didn't really get to that many different bars, uh, I mean, well, like, it was sort of the... Oh, here are four different bars you can go to during the first hour. Then here are another four different bars for the it's a scavenger the next hour and the well. I think I ended up at Cladaw, and then the ugly straight to the ugly monkey, yeah. which was the the last stop, and all of that took until four. Oh wow! Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I got. Well, I I don't know how uh, other people. There were still other people who were up and going when I left and went back and I think I got back to our room about four in the morning that's ridiculous on Saturday yeah. night but yes yeah well because I when did they shut down the <laughs> when did they kick us out well I'm trying to think yeah. well no when we left before they, they closed down I'm trying to remember if they were still I think maybe at 2.30 is when they stopped serving at the bar and then I went back to a con suite I guess uh, but yeah that was you got to uh, like I said, continuation of, of some of the, the people who've been playing in the, the Drunken Master. I hung out with some. <laughs> wow. Some of the, yeah, no, and, 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 yeah, Antonio, the second place Drunken Master, was still going. It's not Iron uh, Samurai, it's Iron Liver. <laughs> but, no, yeah, so, yeah, they, uh, I had a good time at, at the bar crawl. Uh, uh, let's see, who did I, uh, Colson and some of the Greek players and some of the Spanish players, including Antonio. And that was where the uh, the ugly monkey had had actually tried to have some Gen Con party, so there were people in Star Wars costumes. 
They had. They also had, in addition to the three DJs worth of stuff going on, they had these fire dancer people. That they were like, it was four guys with various weapons and and well, well, so well, why it would be like a sword, a sword looking thing, and a yeah. quarter staff, and then chains of balls with lighting. Fire. Them, oh yes, lighting yeah. them on fire yeah. and dancing and stuff. It they were actually they were pretty good. It was uh, I think Northern Light Entertainment. There were a couple of times when the club employees had to get people off of the the that dance floor when it was being used by the fire dance people. Like no no no, we do not need drunken patrons getting uh, hit alcohol and fire do not with, mix. Well no 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 they there in fact was alcohol was part of the show because part of it was the yeah, filling around the spitting. alcohol and yeah, yeah flame spitting. So. So, but that, okay, I guess that's it for Saturday night, and since this segment is now over 40 minutes, we'll call this one a wrap and pick it up on the other side. This is the Strange Assembly News Desk for August 15, 2010. The Gen Con Name a Card Invitational Tournament was won by Eric Gardner with the Mantis, who chose the title Champion of Thunder for an upcoming follower. The four winners at the Gen Con Winner's Choice were Dennis Dreschmeyer, who chose the Captain of the Third Comma title, Chris Dornan of the Phoenix, who chose Villain, Case Kayanaga of the Dragon, who chose Master of the Blade, and Josh Cook of the Mantis, who chose Prophet. The Gen Con second chance event was won by Adam Carey of the Scorpion, who kept the glory points. The Gen Con main event was run by Robbie Swan with Spider. He donated the points to Jigoku and selected Gaku for his story result. The nine tops of clan at the Gen Con main event and their choices were Fiergal Fanning for the Crab, choosing Hida Fubatsu, Scott Rickson for the Crane, choosing Kakita Kensho in, Case Kayanaga for the Dragon, choosing Miramoto Kenzo. James Collins for the Lion, choosing Matsu Benica. Trevor Valentine for the Mantis, choosing Kitsune Mizuru. Chris Dornan for the Phoenix, choosing Asawa Nakajima. Bob Martin for the Scorpion, choosing Yogo Rieko. Robbie Swan for the Spider, choosing Daigatsu Shimreki. And Brian Murphy for the Unicorn, choosing Horiuchi Nobane. Uh, don't forget that those top of clans were based on Swiss results, not results in the elimination rounds. The Gen Con theme deck competition was won by Paul Lee for the Spider, who kept the honor points. And the costume contest at Gen Con was won by Don Parsons, also for the Spider, who donated the points to the Empire. There has been one story since our last recording. And that is the 10th Scenes from the Empire Fiction, published July 31, 2010, by Brian Yoon and Sean Carmen. In the first scene in this fiction, uh, we see Favorite Star Village, where Sohei is forcing the local monks and some ronin to hand over the rice that the village needed to pay its taxes. But the Imperial Magistrate Sabun Tashime leaps from hiding amongst the ronin to strike down the spider and their leader. However, the one spider who escapes, the Grey Woman, is revealed to be the former Tomori Shiko, now returned as the undead Daigatsu Shiko. In the second scene, Kitsuki Yodo pays a visit to Taishu at the Lion Estate in the Imperial City. Yodo asks about Taishu's abandonment of the dragon, and Taisho opines that he serves the dragon still and agrees to tell her his story so long as she promises not to repeat it to anyone else.
In the third scene, the unicorn commander Horyuchi Nobane returns from the battlefield injured and exhausted. The Shugenja Yuchi Kota cautions Nobane about pushing his body too far. When Itako Yupan informs Nobane that the unicorn forces will be joining those of the shogun, Moto Jinsan, the Horiyuchi, heeding Kota's advice, informs her that he needs to rest before his exhaustion leads him to make mistakes, and the ancient battle maiden approves. In the Mega Game, the results have now been updated with the Gen Con points. In order of descending progress towards their goals, in glory, the dragon are in solid victory, the crab, mantis, phoenix, unicorn, and lion are in costly victory, empire, crane, and spider are in failure, and the scorpion are in total failure. On the honor side of the ledger, the empire, unicorn, mantis, dragon, and phoenix are currently in costly victory, the crab, crane, and spider are in failure, and the scorpion and lion are in total failure. In the donation competitions, the Dragon currently lead the Glory Donation Competition for the Imperial Legion with 36 points. The Lion are 10 behind and the Crab 4 behind that. The Honor Competition is being led by the Crane with 82 points, with the Spider 7 back and the Crab another 41 behind that. In the Spider's quest to determine whether they will return to Jigoku or become a great clan. They have donated 88 points to the Empire and 38 to Jigoku. As usual, if I've messed up the pronunciation of your name or anything else, feel free to contact us on the Strange Assembly forums or send me an email to chris at strangeassembly.com. And that's it for the news desk today. And we're back. When we left you off, we had been talking about the bar crawl, which is very much the end of Saturday night. The end of most people's Gen Con. <laughs> yes, but of course, there for a select few people, it was not the end of their Gen Con. So let's talk about Sunday, where all the we got to divvy up all the marvels. You loved your Sunday, right? I Trevor? I was death warmed over Sunday. It was wonderful. And that was, so you had, on, on Sunday you had your best of three top eight match with uh, Swan. Yes. And I won one game. Which somebody, which you, I think Reese maybe said was the only game that he lost in the whole tournament? Yes. Were I 100%, I probably could have done a little better, but I was not, so. It didn't, didn't pan out. I hate Flank by Nightmares, I hate Gotobu. I hate scouting far afield, and I hate you, Udo. I'm coming for you. Yeah, I watched some of those games. It, 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 you had some things where it's, I, uh, I Gotobu recon a province, I attack with Gotobu, I expendable I resources, I draw a card, I double Udo. Uh, I mean, was there anything particularly noteworthy about his Spider Breeder deck compared to other I mean, I know he used Unfamiliar Ground to great advantage in, in a lot of those later matches, but that's a pretty common card to be in, in Breeder, I think. Cut Unawares is what did it for me. It's Unfamiliar, I read to my follower, he cut Unawares it, and I cry, and I cry, and I cry. There's only so much ready you can have in a deck. Yeah, so that was so you, you lost there. He went on to win. 
Yes. Rolling over, what do you wear, Crab in the top four, and then yeah, Greg. Crab dueling, and then he beat Greg. Uh, yeah, uh, again with the the dueling. I, I wondered. I, I was thinking about this, and let me know what you think. That maybe one of the reasons that that was successful. It seems like a lot of the the decks that he was beating at the end. A lot of what people were aiming for is I want to just is is I want to build a deck that you know makes relatively good units and just tries to focuses on killing your units. Yeah, and. Reader's like, okay, kill my guy. <laughs> and now there's more. <laughs> I don't care. And then they just flank you to death. And scouting far field for more flank, and flank you again. Yeah, Udo, Udo does eliminate the, the cost. I mean, what do you think about that deck if it doesn't get Udo? I mean, well, <laughs> he must have not gotten Udo, because he went through on, or, or maybe I, this goes back to that extreme dynasty consistency with... I, he saw Udo every game versus me. And as a result, I've now taken a Sharpie and got my copies of Fear of the Dark Lord, and I crossed out a word. It's going to target Shadowlands for me, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was interesting. When you even had uh, Claw and Shell... In Claw and Shell doesn't do anything when you have Udo in play. It, it makes two more zombies. It makes me cry. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah, I guess it's kind of interesting, and a lot of the meta... Like well, 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 Fury of the Dark Lord is sort of an extreme example, but in that it, uh, you know, stuff that hits boxables is more effective the more they've invested in the boxable, and so yes. when you have a lot of guys that are, are almost free to get out, then that no the, investment. Yeah. The cheaper their guys are, the worse your meta gets. Yeah, but. Yeah. It's one of the choices I made. I, I took all the boxables out of my deck because I knew boxable hate would be high because everyone's trying to get away with them over the weekend. Every deck tried to get away with it. Yeah, I know what Greg Grand Census. I guess at least there was more boxable hate, I think, around at Gen Con. It, it like looked around to me because I know throughout Kote season there's a lot of boxable hate out there, but I never saw it. I mean, maybe somebody would have Census in their deck. But I, I went through Kote with Last Out Castle. Yeah. Nobody ever burned my village down or and they I think maybe once I got hit with a census. I show you gold cost. <laughs> what well, my guys have zero or two force anyway. You don't need to shoot my gold cost. It makes me feel better. <laughs> well you just like to shoot lions gold cost. I do. Uh, because all those four force guys that cost six that they have still cost six. Still yeah. cost six. Yes, and I, uh, I, I am sure that if if next Kote season, Farthest Fortress has made Kensei something I'm playing, you will enjoy the heck out of shooting my gold cost then too. It's my nine force guy. Shoot his gold cost. I did that last night to a Scorpion Kensei deck. It was wonderful. Two Rising Sun Blades and range seven near money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think that there's a cost of pride seems like a good card for. Yes. <laughs> say even with, uh, you know, I mean, you're, you're, the you're range. Made, well, yeah, you may be inclined to be like, oh, well, you know, ranged attack. My guys are usually not vulnerable to that, but you are going to be against a lot of the mantis ranged attacks, and you still have naked guys, and every single one of your guys that you care about has a force that's different from his base force because he's got a weapon on him. So you just ready him, and so you, <laughs> yeah, so you can straighten that. But that'll be the good. But the other. But the other Greg's deck was Pillars of Virtue. 
super with friends. Super well, pillars of virtue with weapons and dueling yeah. and out of clan uniques. <laughs> Case's dragon deck was Tetsukama Mura with weapons and dueling and lots of good uniques, including out of clan uniques. I hear that's a good theme. <laughs> it 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 seems to be. I, I it did make me think back. I know in a couple of our episodes we've we've touched on Kensei and. I think especially with Rising Sunblade now, we can probably say that weapons are not... And some of the stuff in Empire War, the weapons are not the whole in in Kensei now. Yeah, yeah, they, they have think. functional weapons. Yeah, I, I mean, there's yeah, there's a little bit of overlap. I mean, mostly you don't care about bowing Rising Sunblade. Kensei cares greatly about having to, weapons that bow for their own abilities. But... Hopefully, though, yeah, Kensei got a lot of support in Empire War, so hopefully we'll that get there. Yeah, uh, be as much of an issue now, and that. But Swan won. Swan gave his points to Jigoku, which still leaves the Empire. He gave his points ahead. to Gaku. Yes, yeah, he tried to pick. He he chose Jigoku. He tried to pick Akuma. Akuma was denied, presumably because he wasn't a leader choice. Uh, so he picked Gaku. I know on our last episode, I think we were universally of the opinion, please, no let's not have another ever. goblin story. I, I will make a deal with spider players. You stop picking goblins, I won't try to pick Ayamari ever. <laughs> but, well, I... I on this one, I'm, I'm actually waiting and seeing on this because one of the things that came up at the L5 Archives Q&A on Friday was that somebody asked, if a spider player wins... And if they give the points to Jigoku, will that produce a different result in the story? And Sean very emphatically said yes. So and and so I, 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 a goblin actually leading a team of samurai to go defeat the god beast seems like it could be a little silly. But if it's some of Daigatsu's you know, more standard Shadowlands monsters minions going against his wishes and in some way helping Kalima, uh, that can make a lot more sense. I, I mean, you know, you still, if you don't like goblins, you don't like goblins, but that's that's one of those things. Yeah, like, it's a you know, choice. You yeah, that's yeah. what happens when you win. You know, you, you get to see the type of... You, you, could, you can complain all you want, but then you didn't win. So. Yeah, so, and that... And that, so that sort of in that sort of story, I think you can have goblins work in. I don't know if for that story, something big and nasty like an oni would really work that much better. Anyway, I mean, go go Godzilla. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the giant monster smackdown. So I am very interested in seeing what happens with that story. I know when that got to the font, when we got it got to the dragon versus spider player who's going to donate to Jigoku, that was a win-win finals for me. Either my clan gets the finals or I get to see what it is that that happens. I mean, is yeah. is the god beast actually going to be killed now? It, it seems like something has to happen to the god beast because you can't just have it wandering around Rokugan forever. Yeah. So, so instead of sending our, our people to die to the god beast... Gaku's going to put us in a crude trap and pull the carpet out from under us. Uh, I, oh. <laughs> I I don't know what's... I mean, there, there's a couple of possibilities. You could have, you know, the god beast dies, but he takes out all the heroes with it, and all of Scorpion lands. Or the god beast doesn't get killed, the god beast wipes out Scorpion lands, 
which is what Kalima sent it to do. And then Kalima's like, okay, well, you're you're done <laughs> now. You've you've done what I sent you to do. I summon you, you up, back yeah. in. Well, or when you just I I. Where, where did the Godbees come from? The Pokeball. I mean, come I, on. Did you, have you read the threads? <laughs> Godbeast, I choose you. Yes. Uh, no, I, thankfully I missed that, that thread. See, <laughs> see yeah. Uh, if, if, if Lucas doesn't get to talk about his Pokemon then on, <laughs> on, the, on the, uh, the podcast, then uh, neither do random people on the internet. But I, I, I do think there's something interesting there. I hope... I, I hope it turns out well, and I and yeah. I like that Sean seemed to have a a different idea, a particular out. Yeah. idea in mind because I think that's what it felt to us like the the problem was with last year's fiction was not specifically that you know it was goblins in and of itself, but that it's spider one, yeah. Well, well, that there was yeah there was a specific story in mind that just didn't work for Spider, yeah, and. That there wasn't that time, it didn't feel like there was a backup plan in place, and this time, it feels like there's a, a plan in place. Not even a backup plan, but a very you know an affirmative idea. And so, Sean had an evil light bulb over his head. <laughs> yeah, it, well, normally Sean is circumspect about what he reveals, about what he is or isn't willing to do. Yeah, and he was very definitive. I mean, it was just yes, yes. Will it be different? Yes. <laughs> That's it. Okay, there, else. No, no yeah. ifs, 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 ands, or buts about it. It's going to be different. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. As far as the, the mega game goes, though... Uh, Jigoku's still in the hole. Well, though, yeah, the Jigoku's yeah. still way in the hole. They, they, I think 44 she, or something behind. I, I don't remember right now what it is, which may be funny because when people are listening to this, they may have already heard oh, the news desk. Nickel, yeah. Well, they may have already heard the news desk where I talk about that, but since that hasn't been recorded yet in... Real time, I was hoping that the uh, the points would be updated by the time we recorded, so I wouldn't have to go to the bother of doing my own calculations. Yeah. But they're not going to be updated until for another few days, so I'll have to, to sit down and see how the Gen Con points actually shook out. But I, I think, I mean, that's 16 points for Jigoku, but Spider won the costume contest, and those points went to the Empire. Yeah. And I think, so on the whole... And the theme take points went to themselves... <laughs> Yeah, well, those just those they didn't have the option of donating. No, they or? did. Uh, there was some. The spider player apparently knew a crane in real life, and the crane pulled some strings to have him keep the points. Well, that is what the crane do. Yeah. So. Uh, but no, but I think so. Jigoku gained some ground, but it's still so much. To it, cover. It's still so much apart, and. And there are there's only there are only so many Events, points yeah. left. A lot of well, because a lot of the community honor competitions, you don't have a choice. I the the solving the riddle goes to the clan. The Koku goes to the clan. Both sets of the Koku, and that's uh, and so there isn't there isn't a chance there. Well, not that those would anyway, because anything that is a community thing where if the points were being decided by by a group, they would go to the Empire, so that wouldn't give Jigoku a chance to catch up anyway. Yeah. I mean the but you do have the jewel there are a number of jeweled events left. Those are eight each. And top four can There's, you eight from that? Is that it? Well the the, the jeweled events I think maybe the top two, it's like eight four. Yeah. Certainly not the I don't think yeah. it's the top four. I think the top four is only Gen Con Gen- and, yeah. and, and, and Euro Champs. Worlds. Worlds. Yeah. Uh 
but but even then, it you know, I mean, it's, it's in a situation where you have to have a lot of spider wins, and they have to almost I'll all go to Goku. Goku for them to to catch up in that. But you know, the other issue is the. I don't know if it's an issue, but the other interesting point is just the overall points, just the overall status of the Empire. The Empire is still way well down on glory points. Now, now the second and third place players, or second and fourth, I don't know if Case was officially third or fourth. They, they all donate, even the crab. Oh, okay, so so that would so that was a pickup of 16 yeah. glory. Which is not so much when they're so far in the hole. Yeah, yeah, and that's, well, that's one of the... The, the kind of I guess one of the interesting aspects of this game is that as we get further and further into the mega game, because it's percentage based, each point it's cumulative harder. You know, yeah, it, it, it moves it it less and less. So the empire that was enough glory points for the empire to catch up some. I mean, they may have actually gained a, a percentage point or something, but now they're that point, at, what, you know, now they're like six, yeah. well. 16 or something instead of 15, and they need to get up to 20 to be in, in costly victory. Uh, and we still don't really know what it will mean if if the Empire fails in, in glory. I, it certainly has the potential to be more interesting, and it's also interesting with the way to see that... I, I don't think that the Empire has ever lost in one of these big events. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have Dark Lotus. Fulang did not win on the Day of Thunder. The Nothing did not win at the Battle of Oblivion's Gate. You know, KYD didn't have it, and I I think on, at least, maybe it was just Reese and Mark, but maybe it was some other people on that, that at that L5R Kives Q&A on, on Friday kind of said, oh, you know, it would have been neat if, if KYD had happened. That yeah, would be something yeah. interesting. So I, there could be a lot of, I guess, pent up creativity uh, amongst the story team and the other people at AEG about what to do in sort of a dark empire. Yeah, uh, definitely give the narrative a different lens for an arc. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, I know you want to see the, you know, you want to see the empire fail because you want to see something dark. I don't. I'd like to see something different. I guess I'd rather. I, I like to see a variety of different things. I mean, that's one of the reasons I, you know, obviously I'm clan biased, but I would like to see the dragon stay in, in like a substantial victory, because I, I want to see what that means. What yeah. is it? I, that's I think that's the only one where anybody it's, it's close has some serious chance of of yeah being in something above costly victory. Most are squeaking costly at best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if. And then even yeah, and failure. So I, I, I would yeah. definitely like what to see at least somebody yeah. stay in failure in something. So I, think I can the see Scorpion what that is. Have it covered there. Yeah, they're they're pretty far down in, they in can't glory, and the up. lion are pretty far down in in honor as well. And they didn't gain any. I don't think they gained anything at Gen Con. And the Scorp- the scorpion did get some glory. Well, uh, when you're working with nothing. Yeah. Well, so they. Well, and they they were borderline. So they were borderline uh, between total failure oh. and failure. I think. I, yeah, I, I, that's my my recollection. So I, I was thinking victory. It's like, wait a minute. Oh no, I no, missed no. something horribly. They, they were. I think. It, I think they, they were still in total failure. This maybe this was enough to put them up yeah. into just normal old failure. I mean, they're certainly a lot stronger than they were 
during Kote season. Yeah, definitely. I, there was a lot of. I, I thought there was a lot of Dishonored Grinder. I think that Dishonored deck ended up undefeated at the Thursday Grinder, or certainly. I, th- I think Frank was seven zero one day. Yeah, and then uh, in the second chance events, it won. So there, well, it, it won. There ended up a two two last step castle yeah. honor decks and two dishonor decks. Comedy of errors. <laughs> and because they didn't want to be miserable for the next seven hours or how it's only a proper rule. It's only ninety minutes. <laughs> for the next three pain. hours. They, I think they just all die rolled off or otherwise, you know, Something, finish yeah. that. So Scorpion, but I mean that's so that was, but and I don't remember where the other Scorpion player was, but that was two Scorpion players in the top four there, and that's glory points. At the there, there ended up being a winner's choice in Granada, was it? But over in they didn't go over in Spain at the same time as GenCon that was won by Dragon, but Scorpion got second place there, and that's. At least one. They're definitely competitive now. <laughs> so yeah, so they. I mean, they've got the rest of. They've got the rest of the year to catch up, but I think it's it's a really Uphill tough path. road to hoe for them to get all the way up to costly victory, and and similarly for the lion in honor, they've got. They're gonna have to put a lot of work into it, and I. I I don't think either of them are gonna get back up if I had no. to to choose one or the other because the lot. You could just make more of an effort in honor to try to get back up for some of these things, but there hasn't. I haven't seen the kind of broad the effort enthusiasm yeah. that you have to generate. Well, there's there have been a lot of clans that have been a lot of enthusiastic. This this mega game seems to have generated less enthusiasm than than the race for the. Well, throne. there's no golden prize at the end. It's do you fail? Well, you'd think that would incentivize people to see at least some. Well, uh, well they, they can't penalize you too bad in card form, so... Well, well they, they and they shouldn't. Yeah, and they, definitely. And, and, when, and people in the race for the throne, I, could, I don't know how many times people were told that no, getting eliminated in the race for the throne does not eliminate your faction in the card game. They don't like alienating players. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's if, if for brand... Purposes they needed to get rid of a faction, they're going to get rid of the faction. Or, or, or and if they need to keep the faction, which is true of, if not all of them, <laughs> almost all of them, uh, then uh, you know then they're going to keep them. They're not going to be like, oh, you, you well, guys get the short straw. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's a story result, and that, that's Scorpion, our most popular clan. Sorry, you're not part of the game anymore. You know that's. That's not gonna ha- that you know wasn't gonna happen. It, was, it would never have happened. Yeah, AG, you'd have to watch it for poison food in real life. <laughs> yeah, but the we we were asked already in our forums if uh, in light of Spider winning, we we reconsidered our our kind of positioning of Spider. I think most of us thought that Spider was going to be relatively low on the the totem pole. I I put them lower. They weren't lowest. And I'm far too arrogant to re-rise my revise my position. Oh, well, no, no, no. You don't, no, yeah. we don't, we don't get to re- I mean, yeah. we, it, it's, it's a public record we put it where I had him in 8th, I think, with Unicorn in ninth. Yeah, I had 6th or 7th, I think. Yeah, somewhere down there, yeah, because you, you had Lion in 8th. And I stomped some Lion this weekend. <laughs> yes, but not everyone is playing Mantis. Listen, that is a personal problem. Yeah, but, well, I, I mean, so, so far, actually, my biggest misplace-wise has been, and I guess maybe this isn't a surprise, oh my gosh, I underestimated how well my own clan was going to do. 
Uh, what a shock. I think I had us in the middle of the pack. We're doing the best so far as... I, I had him, I think, at fourth. I mean, they have some scary decks. Yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay had them at the top. Uh, I guess, so. I mean, there's still more time left in this field, but as far as the Spider go, despite winning Gen Con so far on their their overall performance, that will be... I mean, they're they're in the middle of the pack. I think they're basically tied for fifth with with Crab. And then uh, Ornithov and Swan didn't want the deck posted, so... Yeah. But when we playing that. Though I will sell the deck list for Koku. I played against it four times that weekend. Send me <laughs> Koku, I'll send you a deck list. The, you, you, you guys, and by which I mean Mantis, really like Koku, don't you? We got a reputation to uphold. Uh, yeah, it, it seems yeah. to have grown out of proportion to any... to the the particular value that Koku has in the making game. It's just, no, 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 as a matter of pride, you must be the leaders in the Koku competitions. That is correct. So, yeah, and uh, I guess, yeah, I, I in, in, endorse that. I have been a proponent of, this is something that comes up and you know, the deck list, yeah. I've been a proponent of posting deck list, and yeah, I mean, if you show up in a tournament and you play a deck, it's out there, and... So I, I post mine. They're terrible. People can feel free to steal them, but you still can't play them, probably. <laughs> your, yeah, your your decks are not terrible, and you know your decks are terrible. I threw in every unique, but I think Saburo because he's a boxable. It was very well thought out, people. Uh, yeah, but I, yes, I'm terrible. My deck was terrible. I'm a bad player. I just happened to luck into getting fifth the Gen Con. Don't discount luck. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Luck should not be discounted. Luck, to win something like Gen Con, you do have to be lucky. You have to there be are, lucky and good. Yeah. yeah. There, there are enough yeah. people who are good players with good decks who are capable of winning that, that luck does, in fact, come into it, which is, I mean, it kind of comes back to what we're talking about. I mean, if, so Spider is middle of the pack, and maybe this it won't materialize because the deck list doesn't get out there, but, I mean, will there be something about what you know, Swan and Ornitov were playing that enables Spider players to jump them up, or is it, or is it just a sign of randomness, or, you know, random thing, and, and part of the fact that, uh, unlike L5R of, you know, four years ago or ten years ago, most of the clans really do have a deck that can win major events, and this just happened to be the one that did it this time. I think every clan is still competitive, especially Crane, which, there are three players in the main event, and I don't think people are giving enough credit at all. Yeah, well... I mean, there, there's certainly some, you know, the, the numbers certainly say that uh, Crane are doing badly. They didn't do, they didn't do well in, in either the grinders either. On the other hand, they weren't there playing weren't, very well, much. Well, there yeah. weren't, there weren't a lot of people played, but they're also the worst just percentage of the field wise, which then makes you go back to, sort of this question that always, you know, comes up with these is how much are the numbers affected or not affected by by shifting player populations. Is yeah. it a question of, oh, people see the crane as bad? And, Perception and of reality fair, again. Yeah, well, and, and fairly seeing that, I mean, I think it's fair to say that, I mean, the crane are not strong right now. It's just a question of, are they that bad or are they yeah. just, you know, not good? And, but then it, it gets influenced for that by, look, I mean, you know, one of the most vocal and and prominent Crane players is Jesse Gibson, and he played Scorpion on sure on at the last chance event. And he top forward with Scorpion. You know, would would he have made the cut with, with Crane? Crane? Yeah. We'll never know uh, because 
it, it, you know, so if, if a clan starts losing its better players and isn't picking up any of the, you know, the free agents, good players, then then is it is it ever going to get up there? And so, but regardless, still, you know, Crane needs help. I think they're getting some decent stuff in Empire War. Even the, the Crane players seem mostly happy with what they were getting. Except for their uniques, for example. Like, that, well, I think they're, or at least one of them is really good. Which one? What do you like? Uh, I can't remember his name now. The Daidoji. Oh, Yaichiro? Yes. Yeah, that was like like Akagi in Plague War. Yaichiro generated, generated just a bunch of complaints about the Agwadis. Effectively a five force guy for eight who comes in with an attachment and has battle and, even and if he's moving into a battle yeah. straighten your unit which I guess isn't as good as it used to be just because actions including actions printed on personalities are, are stronger now than they were in Samurai but that's that's still not bad but I mean I think that and I think you agreed with this when we were uh, talking on the boards that the at first glance, the most impressive crane is the one oh, that, the lets you use, that, like, yeah. the box that lets you use the crane. Take the favor and use it with that presence. Yeah, the yeah. presenceless favor is, is good. I, I mean, I was talking earlier about, you know, how often do you get to use the favor with Last Step Castle, where you've got something better to do and then your guy gets killed. Well, if you can use the favor presenceless, you know, you can always finish up with that that one action. You and leave, if, yeah. And if they don't have the height of courage, most move-in still requires presence. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's the the environment isn't done yet. We'll have to to see how it goes. But, I mean, right now, yeah, Dragon has performed the best, followed by Mantis and, and Lion, who uh, apparently have not gone, you know, taken much of a, a dip. Yeah. I know some people thought they were going to... Well, what do you mean some people? You. You thought that they were going to go down. And I lost to a Lion Day <laughs> this weekend. And then I played him again in the top 16, and I beat him. Because I drew my cards that game. It was, yes. it was amazing. Yes. Uh, Crab and Spider, and then... Oh, no. Phoenix, then Crab and Spider, and then Unicorn, Scorpion, and Crane. I was actually a little surprised when I ran the numbers on the Scorpion, because they seem to be out in force and doing well. Maybe once... these Those numbers, I, I don't have the full cut for the, the last chance. chance. Yeah. yeah, for the second chance yet, so... Presumably they'll go up then since there were at least two in the top 16. Cause I think there were three four. or four, actually, so... Okay. They did pretty well there. Yeah, and those were Dishonor, but uh, I believe the top Scorpion in the main event was Ninja. There was a 5-2 Ninja. So... I was right about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I think Ninja can be pretty... I mean, I played in the sixth round. We were both 5-0, so the game didn't really matter, but in the sixth round of the Friday Grinder, I was playing against a 5-0... Ninja, and I beat him pretty thoroughly. But he, I think he thought that Monk was one of the bad bad, matchup. bad matchups for Ninja. So, but they, I, Ninja sneak attacks really good. They've got good card draw. They've got good movement. They've got they have good people. <laughs> yeah, good good people. There's there's a lot to work with in in Ninja. So, I, I mean, hopefully we'll see more Scorpion numbers. As well, long as I'm not playing Hopefully honor. not, yes. Well, I was going yeah. to say, I, I say, yeah, unless I'm playing Honor, in which case, please don't show up playing Dishonor, because that's... Face palm. That's painful. Okay, uh, is there anything that we missed about what went on before we go to the next segment and talk about what we bought? I don't think so. After I got stomped by Swan, I left and passed out for a couple hours again, so... Uh, well... Sunday yeah, was a short day. 
Sunday's a short day for everybody yeah, who's not still still in it. I, I mean, what we were, I when I finally left, I think they were still playing the the finals match. But by the time we got to the airport, the the yeah. internet had informed us that the Swan had won. So, all right, uh, that's it for segment number two. See you in a jiffy. <laughs> Another episode of Strange Assembly must be time for another reminder about the Solving the Riddle Global Charity event that's taking place this September. Uh, With AEG's assistance, we are, for the third year in a row, running this global tournament series to raise money for the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. Uh, You can visit their website at www.pancan.org. Uh, If you do not yet have a Solving the Riddle event in your local area, it's not September yet, there's still time to contact me at chris at strangeassembly.com or daramir at aol.com about setting one up in your area. So far, we have Solving the Riddle events scheduled for New Hampshire, Michigan, Sheffield in the United Kingdom, Atlanta, Georgia, Athens, Greece, Vancouver, New Jersey, Barcelona, North Carolina, and Montreal. Uh, If you haven't heard about it before, there are 45 honor points up for grabs based on the donations that players make, either at tournaments or uh, by contacting me directly. In addition, there is a card prize up for grabs for the individual player who wins the Solving the Riddle tournament that collects the most donations. So if you go to a tournament, you can write a check that will count for your clan in the honor competition, but will also help that local player keep his hat in the ring to have the individual tournament with the most donations so that he can get that card. Uh, Again, if you have any questions, you can contact me at chris at strangeassembly.com or daramir at aol.com or you can ask on the Strange Assembly forums or in the designated thread in the events section of the AEG forums. I appreciate all of the charitable work that L5R players have done through this event over the last couple of years. We've raised over $12,000 so far over those two years, and I hope that this year is our biggest yet. See you in September. Now for the third and final segment you will have to suffer gladly today on Strange Assembly, the uh, swag, or that makes it sound like we didn't have to pay for it, stuff we bought. Well, it's worth salted. <laughs> okay, I think most of us did our shopping on Thursday, because that's the smart day to shop, do your shopping before they sell out of everything. Yes. Not not just AEG, but everything. Generally, everybody's got some con special. AEG had a number of things that were only available on Thursday, and then some other things that that still stuck around more. Uh, I know that I even bought some non a non L five R thing. I picked up Thunderstone from the AEG booth, and that 
you don't know anything about it, it's, uh, I guess, part of a relatively new genre, like deck building. And so you start with a small... You start with a 12-card deck of really basic cards, and then as the game goes on, you buy more cards out of a common pool that go into your deck to make your deck better. And, uh, I mean, if you've played Dominion, I think there's an inevitable comparison. Dominion is sort of the other big deck-building game. But in Dominion, you know, all you ever do with your deck is buy more cards to put in your deck. It comes up itself. Uh, whereas in, in Thunderstone, at some point, it's, it's, it's basically a deck-building game with a purpose, because you have to take that deck that you've assembled and go do something with it, which in Thunderstone, the, the milieu is basic classic, basically classic fantasy Stop the monster. stuff. Yeah, you, you, go, you literally you know, you go into a dungeon. I mean, you, you have, amongst the cards you put in your deck are heroes, which are of your fighters, thieves, wizards, clerics archetypes and you you go into the dungeon and the deck that you built includes your heroes and it includes weapons and it includes spells and you you go something I unfortunately haven't had a chance to to play much I got to play it once at Gen Con and I've gotten to play it once since but I, I like it so far so I don't know you have you know I, I think you were you saying you saw a bunch of people actually were just buying it this weekend at at the Tower Games, which is our our local place. But I don't think you've had a chance to play it yet, Trevor. No, we, we I tried to play it Thursday at Gen Con, but the, he always was full or Todd. So yeah, yeah, demos. yeah. They had and they were and that was a ticketed demo yeah. too. At it the, cost real money. Uh, but that yeah, and that was still pretty full. I I yeah I did get into to mess around in in one of those, but. Uh, we'll see what else we got. Uh, but Battle of Cute and Tonbo got a very limited release. I think it sold out Thursday. Genicon, I, or, or early Friday morning yeah. or something. I think, except for, what did Reese say, maybe they somebody found a little box that had four of them sometime on Friday afternoon, but other than that, yeah. they were all gone uh, Friday. Now, I, I only saw the box. I ended up not getting one on Thursday, but I know you... I bought two for friends, and they picked them up later Thursday. So, I mean, why don't you tell people? I know people were curious about what exactly is in there. Uh, it's Dragon Monks versus Lion Stomp Your Face, from what I remember. It was uh, Great Hall of Records versus the uh, Pillars of Virtue. Yeah. And a whole bunch of awesome rares for $30 to $35 or something. Yeah, and that was... I know we had talked about before, on Thursday morning, whether or not it was actually functional as a deck box and I think it ended up being that yes it was even though we I, thought it wasn't I think be. it is it's just a giant deck box okay what does it have room for six decks I want to say six decks maybe okay. it's four I don't, I don't recall exactly the inside I looked at it for about 30 seconds okay yeah so not not a I'm going to a tournament with my one deck deck no. box would probably be helpful to you know th- those of us who who do silly things like I have decks together for every single clan John no <laughs> So lots of good rares. I think somebody has posted up on the forum what the exact deck list was, and I don't think we want to just rattle. It also had there. a uh, large rule book, which will be nice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a large rule book, nice paper, nice col- yes. you know, full color, color, all the graphics. So I mean, there were some people who complained at the start of Celestial that those, <laughs> no rule books at all. Yeah, no no rule books at all, and I guess that was for just cost reason not a lot of people come in just through the 
I, I want to say it's the same size as the Training Grounds 2 book for those that remember. Yeah, but that's it's pretty big. Uh, let's see what else is new. They also uh, another not a ha, does hasn't had its street date yet, but was available at Gen Con was the first ex, the first expansion, yeah, the first, first source book, book yeah. the first source book for the fourth edition of the Legend of the Five Rings RPG, which is Enemies of the Empire. Uh, I guess basically the the monster manual, as it were, to the player's handbook and and dungeon master's guide of the the actual core book. Uh, I think I picked one up, and I I thought I was the only one to have it. I you it turns out you actually picked one up too, Trevor, right? It's got Colot and it's got Shadow. I had to spend some money. Yeah, but uh, I went through. I know it seems like a lot of the questions on the forums were a of the the what what's in the book and neither of us has had time in the last week to actually read the whole book but I did go through for for those who are curious about what's in it you've got sections on on a bestiary which is boring to read but it's 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 stats for their various animals one of those things that's boring to read until you you, need it until you need it in your game (laughs) that about 15 pages on blood speakers which uh, there's a lot of info on Uchiban in there, and for PCs, there's a Bloodspeaker path, and a whole bunch and a, a bunch more Numaho spells. Uh, the Kola section, which um, I mean, you'll have comments because you I think actually fully read this. It are, there's about 25 pages on the Kola. There's a lot of history. Uh, most of the setup for the Kola seems to be in the time after. Shinjo has yes. outed them, but before the they, Scorpion before trashed the place. So that's in there too. So well, it's in yeah. there, but that, I mean, they go into the details yes. about what yes. the sects were, and they've got the suggestions for running the Colette as adversaries. They've got suggestions for running the Colette as PCs. I think they had an X Files theme campaign suggestion. Yeah, I mean, I mean, was that one of the ones that I remembered liking in a number of these sections, and maybe Colette was one of them, where they didn't just have suggestions about how to use them as adversaries, but they actually had different ones, different kinds of flavors you could bring to the campaign? I think so. I read on the plane why it was already groggy, so it's a little bit of a blur. Yeah. Uh, then there's a section on the the Lost, which I guess, I mean, in the modern timeline... Spider-Clan Plus. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's... I mean, that's the thing. It's, I mean, it's not really Spider-Clan, so yeah. this is actually a section that is not really that relevant to the immediate the timeline, timeline because all those people now are subsumed into the spider clan but it's got it's got entries about Akatenshi and the dark moto again several options for using them as adversaries and, and I think including discussions about there's more Shadowlands powers but also discussions about how that sort of thing mentally affects people who, who have the, the taints yeah I think I remember one of the story team telling us about that the other day, or were we talking about it during the interview? Yeah, I, I think that actually occurred during the the interview. Oh, on a complete tangent, though, if you want to know something that was not in the interview because we didn't actually get Nancy on there, Nancy would like you all to know that Beneha and Hideshi are sleeping together and have been sleeping together since the very first time they appeared together in fiction, and apparently not enough people have picked up on that. Gasp. Yes. Well, yeah. I, you know, there's still a lot of time. Every time they appear in the fiction, people start speculating, <laughs> oh, maybe there's something going on there. Yeah. And I guess 
they just can't really be explicit enough about it in the family-friendly environment to get that through and, that, no, no, seriously. In case his overprotectiveness wasn't apparent enough. Ah, <laughs> uh, but back to, to Enemies of the Empire, yeah. So, uh, the, the law section also has a basic school for the Dark Moto, so that, that's like two Unicorn Bushi schools, right? <laughs> Is it the Shinjo Bushi school? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, there's also uh, an advanced school for Mahobujin, uh, which is uh, just Shadowlands Bushi. Yeah. Uh, about twenty for the Naga, about twenty five pages on the Naga, including a lot of mechanical stuff, all the different bloodlines, a lot of advantages and disadvantages for Naga carrier uh, characters. Four different basic schools, two paths, pearl magic, and how to have an all snake campaign. Yes, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it taught not only adversaries, but as, I think that's one of them, yeah, where you, you can have either an all-Naga campaign or ideas for incorporating that one guy who's like, no, no, I want to be a snake. Also, I know that many of you find them funny, but snakes on a plane is actually dumb, and I... I saw that movie opening at midnight, and I will never watch that again in my there's, entire there's, life. There's a snakes on a plane joke. One of the oh, this, really? Yes. Oh. One of the one of the like the headings in the Naga section is about snakes on planes. The plane? Oh, or yeah, or on the plane. And I'm like, oh, come on, no, no, that's it's it's not the the problem. I, I mentioned this, and Sean's like, oh, nobody should be surprised that I'm you know being you know smart because they're like it. The, the the problem isn't that. It, it it's trying to be funny. The problem is that at least to me, it's failing to be funny. Just because, uh, but you know, I guess there are a lot of people out there who will find anything about that movie to be funny because you know. I find it funny. I pay twelve dollars to see it. <laughs> well, you knew what you were getting into. That's 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 just your own fault. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, one of the biggest sections. In the book is the Nizumi, which, uh, and again, it, it has rules for doing, not rules, suggestions for using Nizumi as adversaries, using Nizumi as allies, and using and having a either a Nizumi campaign or a Nizumi PCs at least. I blame Rusty for all that. Uh, what I, I imagine that if Jay was here, he would uh, be be happy about that. But again, like the Naga section, there's a lot of mechanical material in the Nizumi. If you want to bring those into your 4th edition campaign, they've got 11 tribes, which I think is all of them. Don't look at me. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, lots of advantages and disadvantages for, for rattling characters. Another four basic schools, and rules for using name magic and memory sticks. Uh, 20 pages or so on the nothing, which I think was the other section you made a point of reading. Yes. <laughs> We can't talk about the nothing, actually. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, well, I, I, I think it's it's surprising that they have a section about the never-ending story in the Legend of the Five Rings book. But <laughs> no. the, now, the nothing, unlike some of the others, the nothing does not have PC options. There's no no goju PC. There, there's no goju ninja basic school in here, uh, but it does have. Uh, information on shadow ranks and shadow powers and shadow spawn and how all that. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's entirely set up really as an adversary faction. I then I met players obviously. They're yeah. Too awesome. Well, and the, the goju, 
I guess, well, because they, they could have had the Nineveh in there. The Goju, I imagine, will be they're saved. They're Well, but I, I yeah. imagine that the Goju mechanics will be saved for whatever book the Spider Clan are in. I, yeah, that. Strongholds, maybe. Well, no, nah, because Strongholds, there, there's, a, there's a book coming out that's called Great Clans. No. That's it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to stick the spider in there or not. I mean, they they didn't put him in with the normal yeah. great clans in the uh, in the core book. But I, I mean, at some point, spider are going to be in a in a supplement. Uh, there's 25 pages or so specifically on oni. Uh, it had some rules for kind of creating your own oni. Just and then and that that chapter is mostly just. Here's an Oni. Here's another Oni. I mean, other other chapters have. Uh, I, I mean, Lots of sample. They've got well, they they've got yeah. Well, there there's a lot of, of fluff and history, and they've got some NPCs. But you know, for most of those, or it'll have generic things for you know, lost Bushi or where. I mean, these are you know, you've got the character creation rules in the core book to make your specialized intelligent NPCs. Uh, Oni and so and later the Shadowlands beasties. Yeah, those guys are their own own sort of rules. The, unfortunately, due to the art restraints, I think they wanted to have a lot of art for the Oni. The Oni are very heavily weighted towards guys who have been recently printed in the CCG, so that they had you know quality art for for most of them. But uh, oh, and that's something else. I mean, like, just in addition to what's in the book, generally. I mean, I think you'd agree that Enemies of the Empire, again, looks oh, really layout, nice, yeah. like the the core book did. I don't remember if we got any of those nifty two-page art spreads, but... Well, I mean, except for the chapter you, starts, but... I don't, I don't remember any, but I don't remember a lot of things, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, again, you, you, you've got the same... What was it? Edge Entertainment did a great job on the, the layouts, and you've got the same kind of... Chapter headers, you you know, you're really consistent. They're, you know, consistently maintaining the feel and the the quality of, of what they've got going on in here. Uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah, after Oni, and then the ancient races, which are somehow between Oni and Ronin. Uh, there's about 20 pages on the ancient races of, which are the Kenku, the Ningyo, the Trolls, the Kitsu, and the Zokujin. Uh, People apparently are really fixated on having a Kenku school to, I guess, to give their crane characters. And there is, in fact, a Kenku basic school. The Kenku Swordmaster But it's not the ninja Kenku school. I, these I mind jokes got to stop. I should restrain myself. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I mean, hey, if you really want to force Sean to quit, you could try to figure out some way to make him write a story about Ayamari. <laughs> I'm just surprised that, you know, people didn't vote for there to be, like, a Ninja Kappa or something dumb like that. See, that's already been done. And there could be copyright issues, too. <laughs> Some of the races don't get a lot of time. The Trolls got a page. The Kitsu got a page. Partially that's because they aren't really around for much of the game, I'm assuming. And so a lot of the page count of the Ancient Races section is taken up talking about the Suno who aren't technically one of the Ancient Races but are these Locked sort of in. abominations the, the made made out of the Kitsu. Uh, I think after I think the only school in there is the Kenku but after the Suno, the Ancient Race that gets the most play is the Zokujin 
Presumably because they still exist yeah. in, in that form. I mean, there, there are trolls, but they're all Shadowlands now, I think, for, for the most part, in, if not entirely, in the, the, the current timeline where, where most people do their playing, or anything resembling the current timeline. I mean, you know, you have yeah. to go back to prehistory of the game to... <laughs> prehistory to campaign. To free schools. But uh, the next section is, is Ronin. It, it's kind of an... I think it's kind of an unusual placement to yeah. have a bunch of Ronin stuff in the Enemies of the Empire book, but... Bandits, I guess. It, yeah, well, you... you I, I think most of the Ronin material is for PCs, unlike the rest of the sections. You're, you're going here for your Ronin PCs. The core book, if I recall correctly, only had rank 1 paths for Ronin. Uh, Enemies of the Empire has three Ronin... Sh- and no Ronin Shigensha. Enemies of the Empire has three Ronin Shigensha schools... And it's got another sixteen Ronin paths. Well, because you have to have a yeah, lot of yeah. Ronin paths because they they have that kind of odd thing where there's no unified Set. school, yeah. and I, I don't know how that will will work out in play. I think there's this idea that you're trying to convey the life of a Ronin is tough, and so you know if you hit, hit, hit inside rank school and you haven't found that teacher, well, you just don't get a technique at inside rank two. <laughs> On the other hand, I would find it hard to do that to a PC. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. You get PC. nothing. Yeah. You just don't get a technique, which means it feels like for a PC, if I wanted to feel, I mean, unless my, unless the player's a glutton for punishment, you know, if, if I'm running the game or if I'm playing a Ronin character, I'm actually going to want to get a school, so now you yeah. have to, to bounce around. I, I, I think you're very frequently going to make these techniques generic them up, which they suggest that you'll need to do, because each technique is associated with some specific Ronin organization, and it's not going to make a lot of sense to have a Ronin actually jump through all five of these organizations, Uh, which I guess opens up the possibility that you as a GM probably are going to have to keep an eye on what exactly a Ronin player is going to do, because there's the Ronin schools, people seem to think that they're not that great with the Ronin paths. On the other hand, there's got to be some annoying abusive combination somewhere in there when you get to pick and choose between paths like yeah, that. Yeah, there's always going to be some combination that tries to break the game. Uh, but after Ronin is Shadowlands Beasts and Shadowlands Beasts basically has everything that is Shadowlands but isn't Lost or Oni or Undead. That's where your goblins are. That's where your ogres are, your trolls, and just random other yeah. stuff. Uh, it's the biggest section of the the book uh, at, at around 35 pages. Like the Oni section, it's mostly stat blocks for different kind of monsters. Although it does have two schools for ogres. That's interesting. Which is yeah. not something <laughs> yeah. I was expecting. Yeah. I didn't know there was enough interest in ogres to to put in in basic to put in basic schools for them. Uh, there's about 20 pages on spirits, which is mostly uh, fluff and background material, and includes not includes information not just on spirits, but on all the different spirit realms. The main mechanical stuff is about shapeshifters. So you've got some of the shapeshifter powers that were in Creatures of Roku again in third edition. Uh, the last section of the book is about undead, which again is a lot of flavor in and, there. And things to fight. <laughs> yeah, what it actually has uh, 
I think the Gaki are talked about in the undead instead of because I have down here in my notes that the, there's a sidebar about the redemption of Bayushi Shoju. Oh, is there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, which is from the uh, let me. Which is, I mean, that's of course part of the temptation result for the uh, the scorpion from the race for the throne. The god Shoju redeemed and is getting reborn and is the current heir, I guess, for the scorpion clan. And, and Quan Chai assumed his position as the best scorpion ever. <laughs> <laughs> but well, there is a, well, if you talk about sidebars, there is a sidebar on the the Mantis Orochi riders in the spirit section. So, although they've kind of ceased to exist in the current timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah back here, Agaki Finds Redemption is in the, uh, I guess, the uh, undead spirits, which are basically Gaki. Does that have slaughter spirit? Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I guess it's putting the Gaki, yeah, the Gaki and the uh, Togoshi Goku spirits of slaughter in the undead section. Well, that, which is more, the, the undead section has, proportionally, is more fluff than the Oni or the Shadowlands Beast. Possibly because there's, I mean, there are spiritual aspects to undead and you know the desecration of corpses and all that that go into, but uh, where, but I, maybe they the Gaki ended up there instead of in the spirit section because that's got more stat blocks and the spirit section is not really doing a bunch of stat blocks. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's not in here. I think the Anisu are not in and the Oni Lords are not in. Although I think they've already said that they're. Because they wrote the Oni Lords material and then had to cut it, so it'll show um, up somewhere else. It'll well, I, I think they were suggesting that it'll show up PDF. in a yeah in a PDF in a web supplement too. Yeah. So, uh, was there anything else that you noticed in the book that you wanted to comment on before we started talking about other junk we bought? Uh, we bought a lot of junk, so we should probably just go on. <laughs> okay. Let's see, sticking within the RPG, we got the Game Master screen, which wasn't released at Gen Con. It's been available on the website. I didn't feel like paying for shipping, so I waited yeah. for Gen Con. Uh, I mean, it, it comes with an, an adventure, which is nice. Beyond that, it's hard. I mean, it's a Game Master screen. You all know what it is. It does have on here all of the honor and glory gains and losses material, which is, I think, third edition, I think, was the thing that we most frequently went and looked up in the rules was what exactly makes you gain or lose honor at what particular honor ranks and especially since they've changed what the glory ranks are that's probably what the honor ranks are if they're on a 0 to 10 scale instead of 0 to 5 it's probably extra helpful to have that uh, there's a page about skills and weapon damage which you probably won't need to use that much players usually have their yeah. a, a good handle on what their skills are but then you've also got a section on all the on the, the different maneuvers, so you don't have to look to see how many raises it takes to disarm or what exactly that does, uh, exactly what the different stances do, and then a full page on on the conditions because they you know they standardize things going fourth edition so that anytime an oni makes you scared or an oni you know they're stuns and blinded, there are just default conditions for how that works and, and how they all add up. Yeah, and then the game master let and the game master screen lets you simplify that. See, I also got the art book, which was on uh, I guess a limited run pre-sale. I think that's coming out yeah. later this year. Uh, that's 35 bucks for what is this? 120, 160 pages? The pages are not numbered. I don't know how many pages it is. but it High quality pages. Yeah, glossy. yeah. It's, it's all on glossy pages. It's got 
a little bit glossier cover with K on the front, and as a Dragon player, how can I complain about that? It's it's a little weighted towards recent cards, presumably because of the same High quality. Well, there, yeah, the, the more recent card images are higher quality, and there's probably some of the same issues that came up when they were making the flashback cards, and that AEG they simply scans. yeah they they simply yeah. don't have the original art for a lot of stuff, but. You know, you do. They get all this, all seven of the thunders in here. Uh, they, you know, I think get most many of the early clan champions show up. I know Shoju's in here. Tagashi, uh, Yukuni ends up in here. Uh, Tori, Yoritomo, they're all there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, for all the Kachiko fans, there's a two-page spread dedicated just to Bayushi Kachiko. I mean, that's well, that's up. So that's a, a two-page spread with four images. They're actually a handful of pages of, of pieces that were selected to get just a full two-page across-the-crease yeah. uh, spread on them. But, I I mean, I guess there's not a lot to say about it beyond that. I mean, if you are the sort of person who is interested in having a book of L5R art, I think this does a, a pretty good job at that with, with the selection of pieces that are in here and the quality of the pieces, and the, you know, the quality of the production values of the book. If you're not the sort of person that is interested in having that kind of book, then you know, those probably don't matter to you. Commenting in a picture book is always funny, too. <laughs> it's got pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can you say? <laughs> we can say it, it has nice pictures. Yeah, the it only, has a nice layout. It, the it's only, high quality. Yeah, the only questions that people ask me is, is there a picture of X in here? But... That, there's a lot of pictures. Yeah, but I'm not going to yeah. go through and read exactly what all the the pictures are for. I mean, the main thing is that they do they do get this in the shunders in there, the the, uh, the thunders in there. They do get all of Argyle's Kami are in there. Uh, there is definitely a good amount of Argyle in there. Yes, that does include the uh, weird, sexy alien looking Yoritomo oh. Hitaku. Yeah, uh, I like the new one better. <laughs> I well, is that? Yeah, well, that's just on his website so far, right? That's the one with her. She's out in Empire. Oh, she's in Empire War? Okay. Holding well, the evil mantis. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the Crusher. Let's see. Other than the Gen Con promos, did we pick up anything else relevant? I know you got, like, War Machine junk. For I, I got and sold stuff at a profit, like everyone should at Gen Con. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, I guess that's where there were some people complaining that there was stuff available early at Gen Con that then you have to wait if you get elsewhere I get <laughs> we should be glad that AEG isn't like some of the other companies where they sell Exclusive, stuff that you yeah. only can buy at Gen Con and, and never get anywhere else Comic Con was always the worst for that things are sold there only and they're sold the first day and then they go on eBay for you know four or five times the amount yeah well at least that's not game stuff I mean it's one thing if it's just a collectible yeah uh, and you know oh you don't have a little figurine of so and so but I mean, I know when it's the last talked about, I did not like. I'm glad that Tatori the Third got eaten because I really did not like the idea. <laughs> not fully eaten. Not fully. Well, eaten. whatever. I, I really did not like the idea of a card that only one this had, one player yeah. ever has. And oh, tough. There's just you know competitive disadvantage to everybody else. But uh, we haven't done that. And I don't know. I, I mean, how much was there that there? There was some okay stuff in there. I think we see in the Gen Con promo pack we complete the. The set of five gold Ronin that really specifically work with another clan. Four gold out of the Ronin box, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. There, I don't know if any of these are really that, that exciting as far as those go. I mean, most of them have been, yeah, five gold, they get a bonus when 
a ninja is there or a berserker is there that yeah. clearly makes them only work with one clan. None of them have been good enough to be interesting. And they're all subject to boxable hate. To boxable so. <laughs> Yeah. The, uh, the dragon one, uh, I actually think is one of the better ones of them, although I don't think good enough to matter <laughs> because, well, she, it's a monk who comes in to play with fire tokens and what is the breath of you've got this sort of sub theme yeah. and that she would only be the third guy who actually comes in to play with fire tokens on her. Yeah, to make things like Breath of the Heavens more playable. I mean, Breath of the Heavens has, uh, at least right now for me, become a, car, a non-functional card because too often it's just Battle Range 3, and that does not do enough. If Battle Range 6 doesn't do it, Battle Range 3 is not doing it either. Yeah, yeah. well, I think, I think, battle, I think a ranged 4 attack is kind of the minimum to care. Yeah, yeah. I, it's not that there's nothing that a range 3 attack can kill, but you will go entire games where there isn't anything to kill with a range 3. When the crane just shrug it off. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. There's a Iron Kabuto. Maybe at a crab. Uh, yeah, that's a... It's a two for I, two. I keep, I keep wanting to say it's an armor, but yeah, it's, it's not an armor. It's a helmet. It's a two for two. Yeah, negate... Negates... All force penalties ever, ones that are already on the guy, ones that come later. But I don't. That just that doesn't seem exciting. If I were a bad player, I'd throw one of my mana stick to get the Nizen. He needs his bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's there's gotta be. It is a bucket, but he gave no. He doesn't have a bucket anymore. He gave his bucket. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Tanuki tricks. That's not any good. Target a guy. His his chi plus number of attachments is three or lower. It's a bad eject button in the Berserker deck. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You can eject yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if yeah, you have to have a guy who's. I think you're really looking for three chi guys who have no attachments. Yes. It sends them. <laughs> it bows them. Most send home doesn't bow anymore, but it's just too narrow a targeting. Yes, it is. To be let's see. There's the mantis. Yeah, mantis got another one of those generic. I get plus two fours. So another scout with that battle action. Yeah, yeah. So there's another scout without battle action, but he gets bonuses with naval people there. Uh, that's that's okay. I'm I'm usually pretty okay with promos not being yeah. that good because I mean I always get them now. Like I'm at Gen Con, but you know back in the day when I was not the guy who was going to Gen Con, some years you're like, oh great. Then there was the promo cards I really want that I will never get. There was the IG Herald promo uh, or the Herald promo last arc. The send your guy home bow unit. Promo shouldn't be that powerful. Oh, well, that was resi- resistance. I can't surprising resistance. Surprising resistance. Yeah. That was that was a nightmare. The card. card shouldn't be that powerful. That card was the card was too good. Yes, but yeah, the fact that it was a promo really made it painful. Although I guess it's not as bad as the original gifts and favors. Yes, that hope you don't want to go second. Yeah, that that was terrible to have that as really limited release <laughs> like it originally was. But that was also in. Gold. Yeah, it was Heroes. I was that, that was in Heroes yeah. Roku again. So that was in the. Yeah, that was in, that was that had been the most that was one of the most painful director <laughs> player set. I was not really heavily involved in, and that, that was even pre Gold when that came out. When, yeah, that was the duel. That, yeah, so I so I never got that. I'm glad I wasn't there because that was the you know I pay for 18 cards. Yeah, kind of thing. Instead of at least now when you pay for a director player set, you get you know. A bunch of well, yeah. it's been a while since they did a direct player set, but well, because I think I mean yeah, they Todd, and I think Todd Todd Conrad, I was actually surprised that they don't do that well for the company. I I always thought about it like, oh, a direct player set is a way for AEG to 
you know, pick up a little extra scratch because they're selling it directly right. to players. But I guess the singles just, market gets that one. I think. Yeah, that. Yeah, the increase of online sellers. I mean, it's not everybody isn't just going out and buying the whole set. Yeah. We've got some more Saki cards, Blue Tanuki Girl, Drunken Nostalgia, Festival of Founding, which everybody already knew about. Iijutsu Student is one that I think people will like, and I think when it was starting to go high on eBay, it's a if you attach it to a duelist, it's a two force follower for two, focus value of four, that gets force bonuses or gains you honor anytime you win a duel with it. Yeah. So see, Watch Castle, here we come. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's not not shabby. Mounted support. Eh, does anybody use the uh, non-cavalry version of that? I did for a while. Yeah, I don't it know. It's probably I better out of cavalry. Yeah, I don't know if the time has passed that by. Potential, maybe. Or, or not. Yeah, it might. Delayed conflict. Honor decks will probably like that. The go home. Yeah, you go yeah. home, they go home. And you uh, go home, yeah. Well, yeah, and each get and, and the movement can't be negated, and obviously better it since it the other guy gets to target his units. Yeah, you know he obviously gets to you know better against big unit decks. But again, another one of those cards that the other guy gets to, because the other guy gets, gets to choose, pick, yeah, and there's not an unbowed restriction. Like you need to be playing it if you're if you're bowing guys. You need to play it early. If you're killing guys or sending them home, you can like send kill the little guys last. off and then send yeah. them the super guy. But modifications, it's a weapon. I think it's the best card out of the, the pack by far. Veteran advisor, although a very strange weapon for an item card. I'm mean, sorry, for strange name. Like yes, modifications is not the name's odd. The, the picture's odd to fit it, so... Yeah, it, oh, it's a two, it's a Tetsubo with uh, some kind of... Bone thing. Bone? Is that like an Oni jaw yes. bone or something on there? Yeah, so that seems like it should be modified Tetsubo. I, I now christen the card Beat Stick. This will be Beat Stick for the rest of the arc. Yeah, I... Well, I mean, does anybody play Veteran Advisor anymore? Weapon decks are a different beast. Yeah, well, and... As Kensei likes, it does not bow yes, to use its exactly. Ability. Um, even at Scorpion Bucks, you rearrange the top two, and then you draw. Uh, Soldiers of Clay. Now, Soldiers of Clay, I think, is a really good one. The spell? It's the spell four or three if you attach it to an Earth Shugenja. You blow it up, and you get three one force followers. I mean, putting attachments on yeah. three guys for one card is pretty good. I mean, and this was. Well, you have to have Shugenja, which I guess is obvious, obviously <laughs> is a restricting factor. But that, in one of the, the Gen Con, not the Gen Con, one the of the Kote, Kote promos, the, yeah, the was, one. was a similar card, but it cost at least as much and had an honor loss, so Soldiers of Clay, I think, has more options to be to be used. Uh, swell the ranks, give yourself a random Ronin. You take a battle action, make a guy to die. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how much that's going to... Nobody, certainly nobody is excited about the Unicorn Stronghold that does that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this is a samurai, isn't it? No. <laughs> no. Oh, well, never mind. Two, two force, two chi, two force from water, Ronin. We're done with that then. Next. Uh, he, he, oh, no, this one actually sticks around for battle resolution, though, right? Does the unicorn one vanish before battle resolution? I hope not. Or was, oh, no, that no. was the... The old one? That was the one from Samurai Edition, but yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. one got duty too? Yeah. it was a samurai? Well, yeah, when that one was good because it was a reaction yes. to create it. Let's see, yeah, the God Beast Unleashed. Uh, one-time adventure always iffy. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, man, if you can uh, pitch a four and boost your guy's force by four on turn two or three and take a province that you couldn't, that's got some potential, but... If you get two of the free ninjas turn one, the scorpion ninja deck, no. Yeah, yeah, well, la- later on, it's just, I mean, there's always, you can, I mean, you can always use more force. If you're dueling, man, you know, high chi is good, or monks have use for chi. A number of decks have use for high personal honor. But it's still an event. Ultimately, yeah, it's still an event. It's still random. Late in the game, you really don't want to be flipping that when you only got two provinces. And then a very interesting card, Unwelcome Supervision. Yeah. It's discard. They don't make it's, a lot of discard it's, it's in this game. It's a random discard. And well, well, oh yeah, yeah. limited. I would, not, I would not play a card that was limited. Yeah. My opponent chooses and discards a card, but random discard is... Can be pretty powerful. It has, has some potential. It doesn't cause zero. I mean, it's you kind of. I, I kind of have to go to magic to think about the sort of costing of discard. Well, just because it doesn't, it does. It hasn't shown up enough in L five R to have reference points. Him but, the Torak. Yeah. Well, well, him the Torak, which was stupid. A, a really great old magic card, which cost two and made your opponent caught discard two, two cards at randoms. That was amazing. I, I think if this was that, yeah. Uh, ridiculous. It would be ridiculous. On the other hand, it is free. Yes. So, I mean, free, I, I don't think you could do more as far as making somebody discard at random at zero gold no. than just you discard one card yeah. at, at random. I, I mean, it's it's a limited, so, you know, you have to wait a turn to draw it. So you've got a dead card in your hand for one turn before they do, but... If you get a steal and steal or something, I, unfortunate yeah, I incident. Think, I think there's some potential to... To that, I mean, and you can be, you know, when you're whatever your opponent ripped off the top of their deck to defend against you that turn, you can pull up. So, uh, I don't think it's going to go big. I mean, resumed hostilities took a long time in Samurai before it really caught on at all, and that was very much a just sort of replace themselves. And this is is similar on the flip side. It's just one for one card moving, and that doesn't seem to pick up as well, but. I think there's some chance for that one to pick up. I'll definitely lose it at least one game to it this arc, I'm sure. <laughs> well, you'll love it, because they'll be like, I make you discard your Taoist Arch, and you're like, okay, attach for my discard pile. Or, or they'll get my deadly orders, and I put on the sad <laughs> face. Well, but you... Is deadly orders... Do you think deadly orders is bigger against military or against dishonor or honor? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I, well, I, I do think when I, I think about an unwelcome supervision... You've got. You probably want to be a military deck to do that because there are so many. When you're playing against a military deck against honor or dishonor, because so force. Many, well, there are so, well, there are so many dead cards that yeah. you that the, the military deck ends up having because the until maybe the la, until maybe the last battle because the honor deck just isn't defending that much, so there isn't this back and forth drain out of your hand. Yeah, stuff random force pumps that aren't. If you don't use them in the first battle, who cares? Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, maybe an honor deck, you know, isn't really going to care enough to do that. But I think that's all the stuff I bought. I was very... This is actually a relatively restrained Gen Con. I thought about buying a stack of of source books for the the recently killed Watsi Star Wars <laughs> RPG. Because they were really... They had them at a good price, but I'm never going to play them. But I, I actually restrained myself this time. I always search to get cheap stuff, and stuff was not cheap this year. So did you get? I, yeah, I, I saw somebody with Pearl. We had a, a good time a couple of Gen Cons ago. Trevor got like what for five bucks each? Yeah, five Pearl, or ten bucks. Uh, a Pearl starter deck and a Pearl booster box. Yeah. 
when we played sealed deck, I'll tell you, we got what well, we each got two starter decks and a few booster packs to, to build whatever you want, and I got Dragon into Tori's army, both of which had Mitsu in them. <sighs> Mitsu. And I got to play with like four copies of Mitsu Basic with Ijutsu duels and Ijutsu challenges, which are tech. <laughs> which are retarded cards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if they printed like Ijutsu duel and challenge now? They'd be no, thank so you. ridiculous. <laughs> no, but thank battle, you. I kill your guy and I gain five honor. <laughs> or challenge, you can refuse. It's just lose seven. <laughs> yeah. The, oh. Okay. Well, but thankfully yeah. those those cards had their day. Where they're they're fun to think about nostalgically. We don't ever want to see them ever. In a Legal <laughs> set again. Okay, so that's the stuff we bought, and that's it for Gen Con 2010. I imagine the next time we'll be able to talk to you about the fiction, the, the fiction or fictions that came out of... Hopefully. 2010, out of uh, Gen Con. So, well, that's it for this episode of Strange Assembly. If you like the podcast and you haven't subscribed yet, you can do that through the XML feed on our website, strangeassembly.com, or through iTunes. You can also come on our forums at strangeassembly.com. Tell us what you thought about the episode. Tell us what you'd like to hear in later episodes and just talk to other listeners to the show. Or just tell us we're wrong. That happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, we do that, the, the wrongness. But uh, I'm Trevor Valentine. I'm Chris Stevenson. Stay classy, Indianapolis.